what's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 36 of Podcast Derailed, PlayStation Derailed, whatever you want to call it. I'm, as always, your host slash co-host, Don Oliveira, East Coast Editor for PC.com, and with me today, two special guests. I've got a returning guest, Chili. Uh, Wait, hello, guys. How's everyone been? Uh, we've been good. Thanks, man. How have you been? Not too bad, thank you. Uh, been too long, really, to be honest. Has it? Uh, yeah. So, would you, would you rather we always call you Chili, or should we call you Ben or Jim? Pick a name. Ben, Chili, yeah. or Jim? Well, I think for this week's special podcast, I think it should be Jim. <laughs> okay, Jim. if you want it to be. Uh, Jim, Ern- oh, and that, that amazing voice that you just heard is uh, none other than Ernest Lynn, uh, writer, editor for PSU.com. Uh, this is your first time on the podcast, right, Ernest? That's correct. How's it going, man? Great, great. Yeah, cool. <laughs> All right, welcome on, welcome aboard. Um, I think that, so just for Ernest to understand, uh, do, do you know Jim Sterling from Destructoid? Definitely. I've met him. <laughs> this is officially about probably the fifth or sixth time we've mentioned him on this podcast, which is absolutely ridiculous. It's just that um, we all think that Chili sounds like Jim Sterling. So uh, I usually call him Jim on the podcast, so that's why I asked okay. him. Uh, yeah, he kind of does. Yeah, kind of. He's, he's British and whatnot. Uh, how's it going, guys? How was your, how's your week? End. <laughs> Pretty good, really, to be honest. I've been busy with Nino Kunai and... I finally got Devil May Cry, so... That's Nino good. Kunai? Is that how you pronounce it? What, what about Nino Kuni? It's I'm not Kuni. sure how it's pronounced. Kuni, <laughs> oh, I think. Oh, yeah. you just got asian Oh, yeah. sorry about Japanese, that. <laughs> Japanese minor over here. <laughs> Kuni, then. Thank you for that. I've always wondered how it's said. <laughs> and now you can no, seriously, that. I've always been advertising to mates. I'm like, how was it, how was it actually said? <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Uh, Ernest, so can, can you speak Japanese? Uh, hi, uh, <laughs> you could have made yeah. that all up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I said uh, I can I can speak a little. Okay. I'm not fluent, but um, basic stuff. I can get around Tokyo. That's cool. So. <laughs> That's cool, man. Nice. That's good enough. Um, let's get right into it, guys. Guess what? Guess what's coming out this week? I guess Ernest knows because he's reviewing this week's biggest game. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Dead Space Three. Dead Space Three coming out this week. Uh, that's the only retail release beside um, Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. Um, but Sly Cooper is also coming out on PSN. I believe Dead Space is also supposed to be coming out on PSN. I might be wrong about that. Uh, Sly Cooper is coming out on PSN, uh, as well as Fist of the North Star 2, Ken's Rage, Mensa Academy, uh, Bentley's Hack Pack. <laughs> this has something to do with Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. It's... Uh, it's a retro-inspired arcade. It's, it's retro-inspired arcade mini games. Um, I don't know. It's gonna cost two ninety-nine. There's gonna be a free-to-play demo. I never heard about this until just right now, actually. But whatever. It's a Vita cross-buy thing, uh, and that's about it. So, Ernest, you're reviewing Dead Space Three, right? Yep, that's correct. That's been taking up the majority of this past weekend for me. But as of this episode uh, of the podcast, you finished Dead Space Three. Yep, uh, finished it late last night around 4 a.m. <laughs> How does it feel to be one of the first people in the world to finish uh, such a such a highly anticipated game? Tiring. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm just I've never been a fan of the series, so okay. it made it a little bit difficult to review it. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that because you didn't play Dead Space One and Two, or? Played one, didn't play two, um, just wasn't 
very interesting okay. from my perspective. Um, also, uh, third-person shooter stuff is generally not my forte. I okay. do love Uncharted, though. I will say that. Yeah, Uncharted's pretty great. Uh, how about you, Chili? Big fan of Dead Space? I'm uh, not too much of a fan, really. Though I'm going to try and push through Dead Space 2 before the, the third one comes out. But I've got a while till it's out in the UK, so... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to play it. I don't know if I'm gonna love it. I wrote that preview after I played it. After I saw it, rather, at E3. Um, I watched a demo of it, and I said that I believe the headline was something like uh, "Dead Space 3." Uh, it's not what we wanted, but we still want it. It's not. Sorry, it's not what we wanted, but we still want it, or something like that. Uh, just because uh, it seems like a departure, a, a little bit of a departure from the uh, the horror fest that Dead Space One and Two were. Um, would you? I mean, would you be able to speak a little bit about how scary the game actually is, Ernest? I might not be the best reference, considering I didn't find the first one that scary. Oh, but then Jesus, <laughs> nothing yeah. scares you. You're officially. I don't know if iron. I'm just a, just a <laughs> solid rock or just desensitized beyond belief. But yeah, I didn't find it scary at all. Any okay. of them? Cool. Um, That's terrible. <laughs> I just <laughs> felt exhausted. Like hearing all these screams, <laughs> it doesn't scare me. It's just, oh god! Um, do you play at night? Do you play with with the lights off? Do you play with like a headset on in the dark? Um, I play with surround sound. Okay, um, sort of dark. No scariness. Know. No scariness. Just not not once where you're like, oh shit, I poop my pants a bit. No, no. You didn't ever poop your pants. Nope, I just sort of uh, sighed. Um, <laughs> With your butt? <laughs> no. And uh, rubbed my eyes and continued on. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just playing the game wrong. Because, but... like, just for reference, I just pooped my pants right now. Uh, it really wasn't that hard. Um... <laughs> no, but look, I mean, if you didn't find Dead Space 1 scary, I don't think that there's any chance in hell you'll find Dead Space 3 scary, especially with the fact that uh, we had all the stories come out a few months ago that EA said that you know they had to make Dead Space a little bit less scary in order to sell more. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyways, that was the point of all those uh, headlines. But um, I mean, do you usually get uh, freaked out by survival horror games? Have you played uh, Silent Hill or? Any yeah, other I ones? find those to be scarier. Um, some games that I can think of off the top of my head that scared me is are uh, Bioshock One. Yeah, um, Bioshock One is pretty creepy. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, the sound design is incredible, incredibly it's creepy. Sorry. It's because they're that more psycho- It's more because they're more psychological horrors than actual physical jump scare horrors. Yeah, you don't know what's going to be happening. You've got no idea what's ahead. Yeah, unlike Dead Space, where you've got an idea that it's going to be some sort of mutated alien thing. That's mm. not. That's not so true. I think Dead Space One did a good a, a job yeah. of. I mean, the Ishimura felt a lot like Rapture. I think. Yeah. Um, and and they actually said that Bioshock was an inspiration for uh, designing the world. Uh, the Ishimura was a super believable place. Like, I, I actually, when playing Dead Space 1, I was like, okay, this is totally, uh, I can believe that there was, you know, uh, a fleet of miners or whatever uh, working on this thing. This ship seems pretty realistic. Um, but it's just that I, Dead Space 1 straddled that line between, uh, straddled that line of, like, doing too many of those jump scares, but not doing 
enough where like they'd kind of trick you out they fake you out a few times um where you thought something was going to happen um but it didn't and i i think that space one was really good in terms of sound design as well uh they scared the shit out of me just with the sound alone but that space two a little bit less scary still really 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 fun uh great game that space three who knows let's see i guess we'll have to wait for Ernest's review so uh, make sure to check that out on psu.com this week it should go up uh, a few hours after this podcast actually right um embargo is let's see 8 a.m pacific okay. time all right all right so, so it's a little later yeah check it out this week on psu.com um all right so guys let's get into news uh we already covered what's coming up i'm just gonna start news with our super depressing news i, I don't want to talk about it too much oh my god it's pretty terrible but uh i just want to get it out first it's uh I'm sure you guys heard about this. The Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls composer, his name was Normand Corbet. Uh, he died of pancreatic cancer at the age of 56. Um, that's, it's really unfortunate. The news comes from his son, who made the announcement on uh, the cancer forums. He goes by the name O-R-L-Y-8-3, saying, My father, Normand Corbet, 56, passed away today at 2.56 p.m. He was a great composer and an amazing dad. I am in shock. Um... He died of stage stage four pancreatic cancer on August fifteenth. No, sorry, he was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer on August fifteenth. Uh, he battled it for five months before um, passing on January twenty fifth. So, our uh, our thoughts and hearts go out to everybody on the Heavy Rain team who's affected, and obviously this guy's family. I, I really personally um, enjoyed the soundtrack of Heavy Rain, and it won a few awards. Um, mm-hmm. So that's sad. I mean, it's terrible. Always hearing, it's always sucks hearing about uh, deaths in the industry and stuff like that. I mean, layoffs suck to talk about. We hate talking about that on Derailed, but uh, it's even worse when it's about someone actually dying. Um, so, you guys got anything you want to say? Um, yeah, I definitely loved his music. Huge fan of Quantic Dreams games. Uh, yeah. He composed, I think, most of them, uh, including Indigo Prophecy, um, and. I think he had a really big con- contribution to Heavy Rain in mm-hmm. really establishing the tone and mood throughout yeah. that whole whole experience. Definitely. Um, you know, usually sometimes we post articles and uh, people have some fun in the comment section, uh, either by uh, trying to go against what we say or just making cracking a few jokes. But, I mean, the comments, all the comments for this article were kind of uh, nice and heartwarming. Everybody seems to be um, really praying for uh, this guy's family and stuff like that, saying rest in peace and this is very bad news, yada, yada, yada. It is. It's terrible. It sucks. But hey, bound to happen, right? I mean, people die. People get old and they die. Uh, this guy wasn't old, though. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, it was you know, not, not that old. So Dying in your shame. 50s. Yeah. But either way, um, thanks, Norman, for Heavy Rain and uh, all your awesome... Music. So th- th- there you go. That's about as depressing as this, ep- this episode is going to be. Uh, if you're still listening, which I doubt you are, uh, don't worry. It only goes uphill from here. Uh, next up, we I, I put some some pretty um, eye-opening news right beside it. Um, Ernest, you wrote this article. You s- you said that you, there was McTavish. Mc- what is McTavish? Mc- no, sorry, this is the guy's name. But where was this uh, where was this tweet found? Who found this tweet? All things uncharted. Uh, yeah, All Things Uncharted, which is fan site all about Uncharted, I okay. suppose. 
So and they said that they spotted a tweet um, by voice actor Graham McTavish, uh, who was Charlie Cutter in Uncharted 3, uh, and that it was a hint that we might see some type of new Uncharted game, saying that uh, this is McTavish's tweet. Um, he said, four gamers, quote, just back from the first day on a new project, very hush-hush, but I think it's going to be rather good. And you said that this appears to fall in line with his response to a fan on Twitter last week in regards to whether his Uncharted character, Charlie Cutter, would make a return. And McTavish had replied, uh, hashtag Uncharted fans, I will keep you posted. So you think that this is a hint of a new Uncharted game? I think it's likely. Uh, I won't. I, I don't know if it's for sure, mm. but I think it's quite likely considering that it has been confirmed that there are two teams now at Naughty Dog working on two separate projects one of them's obviously the last of us yeah um and the other one a lot of people are anticipating is uncharted 4 and what great way would it be would it be to launch the playstation 4 with uncharted 4 i think that would get a lot of fans to buy the console i i honestly would but that that didn't work out for the uh didn't work out for the vita that was a naughty dog though (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it was just every bit of a. I mean, it was every bit as good as Uncharted is. I mean, I, do, do you disagree? I disagree. Okay, I, I didn't think it was that great. I finished the whole game, and okay, um, the the only improvement I saw was in the shooting. I found the shooting mechanics to be a little more fun, uh, you know, using the motion sensor and whatnot. But the game as a whole didn't. There was something definitely off with how uh, it was presented. I would say probably the pacing. Mm-hmm. Um didn't feel as tight well i'm telling you you're wrong simply because i got the platinum so you (laughs) you finished it but i got the platinum so i'm right okay all right Uh, i'm kidding (laughs) so yeah i guess i i mean i could see that chili do you want to say something about uncharted uh well i hope it's uncharted 4 but i would still be happy with uncharted golden abyss 2 you know if they could just improve on what they had with the previous game and Mm. fix any flaws anyone else has with the title you you mean would you want to see sony ben doing it though well, the assets, the graphical assets, were actually done by Naughty Dog, if I'm rightly, for Golden Abyss, and that's why it looks so beautiful. But yeah, I think Sony Ben deserve another try in making Golden Abyss too. Um, I mean, they, 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 they clearly, I mean, they, they're, they're clearly a talented studio. I wouldn't mind if they took on Uncharted, but you know what I'd like even more is, you know, if we moved away from Uncharted. Uncharted's a great franchise, don't get me wrong, but uh, I'm way happier that. Naughty Dog is working on something like The Last of Us instead of Uncharted 4. Because I think The Last of Us is going to break even more boundaries than Uncharted but 4 where, could have. But where's our Uncharted go-karting? Yeah, uncarted. <laughs> Thank you. I was just thinking about it. Where the hell is our Uncarted? Uh, I would play that game. I'm just letting you know right now. Uh, I, fans of Derailed know that I'm a big fan of car racing games. But, um, man, Uncharted. Sully's car. I just saw it. I just drive that every day. Sully's cart. Uh, I would just make sure that I pop in uncarded every day and just play about 10 minutes as Sully, and then I'd go to bed happy. Um, but no, seriously, I think uh, it's totally cool that Naughty Dog's working on The Last of Us, but hey, I guess there's room for another Uncharted. Call it. You guys think that they're milking the sequel? I mean, sorry, milking the franchise at this point with sequels? I would say so. I wouldn't say so. There haven't been that many titles, really. Well, I mean, what was that Fight for Fortune game? You know, like that card game that had come out on the Vita and whatever? But it was. Like, it's not too bad. Yeah, but necessary. I mean, like Golden necessary. Abyss. I think Golden Abyss is good. There definitely hasn't been a bad Uncharted game, uh-huh. but um. And the fact you could get cards from playing Golden Abyss as well adds to the. 
the play play you know play style of it. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I just I wouldn't mind. I'd be happy if Naughty Dog walked away from Uncharted, or maybe made one more. And if they did make one more, you think it would be on the PS3 or the PS4? PS4. Yeah. PS4. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That goes against their whole thing, though. They never they never make another. Uh, they never keep the same franchises over two generations. I know it'd be a bit weird, but then they've also put The Last of Us on the PS3. So when really. It'd be interesting if that was on the PS4 as a new trilogy, sort of like we've got with the Uncharted. It'd be good if they had Last of Us as a PS4 launch title, but of course, that would mean they'd delay it. I don't want them to delay I want to play it now. <laughs> no. I want to play it now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> right now. Um, okay, well, I mean, I, I, I'd i like it to be another Uncharted, but I'd be open to another game. I mean, I'm, the studio's so talented, they could pretty much do whatever the F they want, but It'd be cool if Naughty Dog just focused on The Last of Us. Uh, I like the way they ended uh, Uncharted 3. It'd be cool if another studio like Sony Bend uh, takes up the last, uh, Uncharted from now on. Um, okay, we've got release date announcements. You guys ready? Sure. Sweet. Killzone Mercenary PS uh, Vita release date has been announced. Uh, Killzone Mercenary, the upcoming first-person shooter for Sony's PlayStation Vita, has received the release date and some beautiful screens. Uh, screens are posted on PSU.com. You can go check them out as well as the gameplay trailer. But the release date um, is pegged for September 17th of this year. Uh, this is given by the PlayStation blog, I believe. Um, so, yeah, that's Killzone Mercenary, September 17th. Isn't that super close to... That's the same day as... Okay, well, that ties into our next news story. Um, yeah, we've, they, they've announced the Grand Theft Auto V release date. Uh, also for September 17th, 2013. Uh, Going to be releasing on the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and but no mention of the PC or Wii U versions, meaning that uh, those might be delayed further. Um, the game was originally penciled in for the re- release of Spring 2013. But looks like we're getting into September on the exact same day as Killzone Mercenary. What does that mean for Killzone Mercenary? <laughs> Absolutely I, everything because it won't sell a fucking copy. Oh. I don't know. It's not. There's no GTA Five on the Vita. I know. There's no actual competition. Except for the fact that you own a Vita and you own a PS3 or 360, <laughs> and you walk into the store and you have the money for one game. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That money's gonna go to GTA Five. I'm sorry. Well, unless you're as sad as me, and then I'd be going to pay. I'd be lining <laughs> up for Killzone. <laughs> I don't think Killzone Mercenary is gonna be a bad game. It looks really, really good, and definitely yeah. looks like the best shooter the Vita has seen yet. But um, does Killzone Mercenary take down GTA Five? I don't know, man. Unless you're a huge Killzone fan like Chili, <laughs> I think you're gonna be picking up GTA Five. I, I don't get me wrong. I'm super stoked for uh, Killzone Mercenary. It looks really good. I'm a fan of the Killzone games. I can't say I love them. I am a fan, though. Uh, this just looks like a really fun Vita game. And fuck, uh, the Vita needs some games this year. Um, so, not a release date, but a delay. Uh, EA has confirmed that Fuse has been delayed. Fuse, the third-person shooter currently in development at Insomniac Games, has been delayed to Q2 2013. Uh, EA has confirmed the game marks Insomniac's first multi-platform title following its long relationship with developing titles exclusively for PlayStation platforms, which wrapped up with Killzone 3. Uh, the game was originally titled Overstrike, but it re-emerged last year under the name Fuse, complete with the visual overhaul that replaced a tune-flavored aesthetic with a more realistic tone. Um, Fuse was previously due to ship in March 2013, but according to EA's statement, the title was pushed back in order to allow for more development time. So, 
Fuse been delayed. Q2 2013. Are you guys affected? I just want to say sorry, sorry, go, Dom. Go for you it. You just said um, Killzone instead of Resistance. Did I say Killzone 3? Yes, yeah. you did. <laughs> you, you guys didn't know that Insomniac made Killzone 3? No. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> my mind's blown now. Thanks for catching that. Uh, industry, industry reveal right there. I wonder how many mistakes I make like that without knowing it. Um, but does, does this delay affect you guys in the slightest? I mean, uh, I think Fuse is going to be a cool game. But you know what I like? Game delays. Uh, especially if, they, if they're, if they like, you know, meant to make the game better. I think it's a good idea. And, you know, I'm, I'm never opposed. Like, the day we see an Assassin's Creed game get delayed uh, so that it could be better is the day that fucking Wait, <laughs> Killzone Mercenary two. sells more than GTA Five. Quarter two. I wonder if it would be September 17th. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so awesome. But uh, is, is, is that technically quarter two? No, it's not. No, it, that's no. that's three. Two, three, yeah. yeah. God it? damn it, Chili. No, I'm sure fucking the new quarter starts soon. Ruining the fucking podcast. Five school year is until March, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, January, February, March. No, in because, June. But Sony's doesn't actually start till March, if I'm rightly. We're still in quarter four. Moving on, I think uh, <laughs> I think uh, I don't just chilly. I have no, no, I don't even know what that meant. But um, I mean, we're talking about companies like financial uh, fiscal quarters. Like, doesn't that isn't isn't that the same for uh, every? If they're saying it's going to come out in Q3 or sorry, yeah, Q3 uh, 2013, doesn't that mean after July? No, I thought Q3 is normally sort of November time. And Q4 Next is four? just after December. What? November November to February is, at Q, is Q4, if I'm brightly. I'm going to check online. <laughs> I will look into this. Ernest, can you, uh, can you speak? Uh, I, that's... Doesn't sound right. Yeah, that doesn't... Because I know... <laughs> um, so the U.S. government does have a different... <laughs> the U.S. government has its own quarterly, um, yeah. you know, schedule... Okay. It's different than businesses. Um, I thought I'm pretty sure businesses just go ahead and use, you know, based on January being the starting point. All right, listen, Chili, stop derailing the podcast. <laughs> um, next news post: EA takes Medal of Honor out of rotation. What does that mean? Out of rotation? Well, guess what? It means that. Uh, Peter Moore, EA's chief operating officer, has confirmed that the publisher will no longer move forward with the military shooter series due to poor performance at retail. He said, quote, the game was solid, but the focus on combat authenticity did not resonate with consumers. Uh, critics were polarized and gave the game scores which were frankly lower than deserved. I don't know about that one. Uh, this one is behind us now. We are taking Medal of Honor out of rotation and have to bring year-over-year continuity to our shooter offerings. Um, so I don't know about this whole thing, taking it out of rotation. So basically, basically this is all up to suits at EA saying, Hey, Medal of Honor didn't uh, do so well critically and it didn't do so well at retail. So stop working on it. That's bullshit. Uh, yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. I really hate that term that they, that out of rotation is out of rotation. Yeah, I know, it's pretty gross. You know, it's just the games, you know, it's just a factory. Yeah. Just a factory cycle. I agree. Yeah, that's exactly what they made it sound like. And mm-hmm. the quote itself, out of rotation, is actually really disgusting. Um, it is. Out of rotation. Like, 
like when a game is good and when it sells, it's in rotation. And it's just, as soon as as soon as one game comes out, that's just could they could improve on. Just oh, it's out. Take it off the presses. Yep. Oh. No more. Kind of weird. But uh, I didn't really play that new Medal of Honor. I don't know about you guys. Did you? No. Stayed away from it. <laughs> Stayed away from it. Yeah, it didn't look so good. I didn't need to play another one of those uh, modern military shooters. Have you seen uh, the the like the models they used for human characters, the non-soldier ones? They're really ugly. I haven't, Just, but now I want to. Yeah, they're really ugly. <laughs> I really want to see that. Very odd-looking people. You mean like NPCs, like in the world, like just? Yeah, and cutscenes because there's cutscenes where it's a soldier with his uh, his family. And there are some very odd-looking kids. <laughs> and his wife is just there's something really weird with her face. <laughs> Holy shit. I've never been so stoked for Medal of Honor. I want to buy it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to see that. Maybe that's um, what they should call the new Medal of Honor. They should just call it Weird Faces and see if it would sell. Um, <laughs> the executive attributed the game's performance to, quote, slow down that impacted the entire sector. In addition to his negative reception from critics and at retail, Frankie Bull, president of EA Games Label, stated, quote, We're in a hit-driven business where it's all about what you can build in a certain period of time and really deliver for the marketplace. And frankly, we missed, we missed on Medal of Honor. And we take responsibility for that. So basically, it's like saying, uh, who, who did they get to make the new Medal of Honor? It was DICE, right? No. No? No, DICE only did the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Mm. I should know this, but who made Warfighter? This is terrible. Uh, Danger Close. Danger Close made uh, Warfighter. Uh, okay. But either way, so it's like they got Danger Close to make Warfighter, and then they just said, hey, guys, uh, despite all your best efforts, uh, we're not happy with the review scores and we're not happy with the sales. Then the game probably sold pretty well, you know, compared to other games. It is a shooter after all, so. Uh, but a bunch of dude bros bought it. Um Hey guys, we know we got you to make this game, but now we're sorry. <laughs> just stop. You're out of rotation, so just wait here. Yep. Being benched. <laughs> you guys are benched. That's pretty much exactly what happened. Hey guys, uh, guess what? We got a new project for you guys. Uh, you guys are not going to make maps for Battlefield 3. How's that sound? <laughs> uh, you guys are already good at that. No, I'm just trolling. Um, whatever. Hey, we were talking about Rising before, right? Correct. Well, guess Correct. what, Chile? Are yep. you jealous about the U.S. priority details for Rising? Oh yeah, I'm quite jealous of a lot of stuff you guys get. But you've got UK stuff too. Now let me let me elaborate. Konami has unveiled details on the pre-order incentives available to North America customers, North American customers for Metal Gear Solid Rising. Did I say Solid? <laughs> Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance. Uh, gamers who pre-order the platinum hack 'em up title at Amazon will bag the Infernal Infernal Armor skin. Uh, wearing the skin will not only change your appearance, but also allows Raiden to hold more ranged weapons, such as grenades. Uh, last week, Konami confirmed that UK consumers will be able to snap up the Grey Fox skin on day one, providing you pre-order rising. Uh, Metal Gear Rising is out on February 22nd. Uh, yada, yada, yada. And uh, basically, I'm super jealous of this whole uh, Grey Fox thing. This has Wait, to be... Grey, Grey Fox is coming to the States, but just as part of the... Uh, it's just a bonus. Not, yeah, for pre-order bonus for GameStop. It's not written in this. Uh, it just wasn't included in this write-up. Uh, but um, well, there's some game UK is getting the Inferno armor ah, as well. If you okay. pre-order the collector's edition from them, which is a custom steel tin. Ah, cool. But who who's getting the Gray Fox skin in in the UK? Uh, Amazon. It's, it's just on the store. Hmm. 
Yeah, it's going to be on the PlayStation Store. That's very upsetting to me. <laughs> yeah, that's not I don't cool. like that. Yeah, that's not cool at all, because that Grey Fox skin makes me want to buy the game. I can't even explain to you. Like, when I saw that trailer for Grey Fox, I'm like, okay, I guess I got to buy the game now. Uh, whereas I didn't want to before, but this is just because I'm crazy. I bought Smash Bros. Uh, Brawl and a Wii because Solid Snake was in it. <laughs> I'm just yeah. fucking mental. Um, yeah, it says free Grey Fox skin for any EU orders of Metal Gear Rising. <sighs> Jesus. Jesus. I, I hate pre-ordering games. I'm just, I'll tell you that much. Like, Same. I never pre-order games from uh, GameStop. Uh, it's just I, just I just feel dirty doing it. Um, I feel like I'm playing into their whole shitty system. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I hate this whole these pre-order incentives. Gray Fox, th- I, I'm telling you that there's probably no bigger fan of Metal Gear uh, that's going to walk into that GameStop on that day and be like, "Hey, I want this copy of Metal Gear," but I won't get the Gray Fox skin because I didn't pre-order it. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah, just, you gonna pre-order it? I've already pre-ordered um, no, it. No, I don't pre-order. <laughs> I don't pre-order either. Why do you pre-order, Chili? Well, I like to be... I, just don't, know. I don't know why I pre-order. I guess because my town, local game stock game but is quite small. Do you really think that you're going to walk in on launch day and they're going to be like, we're all out because you're too late because you didn't act quick enough. You should have pre-ordered. Depends on how many copies they got. Nino Kunai sold out in the first yeah, but that's, few hours. That's different. That's Nino Kuni. That's like, you know... And he got seven copies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, there were some targets around uh, the Twin Cities here who that only got two or three copies. Oh my god! Yeah, for the whole store, it's cool. unbelievable. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, because in that case, on games like for games like that, like let's say Persona Four Golden or or a little bit like you know more niche type games, then yeah, go go ahead pre order. Uh, but for Metal Gear Rising, I don't think you got to worry about that. There'll, they, there'll, be, there'll be enough units. It depends on if you want the collector's edition, though. Yeah, very true. Yeah, I guess. Any stock collector's editions now in game, if they've got the pre-order for it. If you haven't, they haven't got any pre-orders, they won't get any in. God, game companies have us by the balls, don't they? Like they just yeah. own our lives. Just in a vice. Just—it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as I'm not sponsored by game, I'm going to say Shop Two is a lot better. Okay. <laughs> is 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 that a is that a tip for is that a derailed tip for our UK listeners? Damn right, Shop Two is probably the best shop you can buy games from in the UK. Why is that? It, they're just amazing. They're, they're not just, as they're not they're as cheap as amazing. They're not as cheap as um, Amazon, but you'll always get next day delivery for free okay. if it's ordered before five thirty. So nice. yeah, next day delivery for free, but not as cheap as Amazon. So yeah. technically, that's get, not free. Yeah. That's but you get points right as there. well, so <laughs> you get points with Shop Two. So it all depends on how you look at it. Okay. You might get more money back with Shop Two because you'd, then you'd have to pay. If you were getting it for Amazon, you'd pay more because you have to pay for the next day delivery. Chili, don't lie. Do you own Shop Two dot com or dot, dot UK or whatever? <laughs> no, I don't. Not uh, not don't. yet, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna investigate this scandal. <laughs> speaking of games selling a lot or a little depending on what game you're talking about D- dmc Devil May cry you guys have played that heard that no heard about it played it yeah that's no both of you devil may cry, cry what devil may <laughs> yeah devil may poop your pants um devil may cry well, we that, should know about it we're on the box 
We are on the yeah. box, UK listeners. Check out, uh, if you've got the UK version or the European version, the PAL version of Devil May Cry, uh, flip that box around. You're going to see the PSU's box quote from none other than this guy, Don Oliveira. He had uh, come back from E3 absolutely glowing about uh, uh, Devil May Cry. I'm talking about him in the third person because I hate that guy. Uh, You're just so amazing. <laughs> yeah. If only I could be more like him. I can never. I came back from uh, E3 absolutely glowing about Devil May Cry. I thought it was the best action game I had played. So when we were doing our uh, best games of E3, uh, Stephen asked me, "Hey Don, what what was the best action game that you played?" And I I settled on Devil May Cry, and I wrote this article talking about how uh, how much fun it was versus how much flack it's been getting in, in the media and press and whatever, and um, you know for changing Dante and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I guess guess they really liked that, and they put it on the back of their box. So. Thanks, Capcom. PSU's on Devil May Cry box. I think that's pretty cool. Although it's not, it's not on Devil May Cry box in uh, in the U.S. and Canada, in North America. So that sucks. Mm-hmm. But like I was saying, uh, Japanese publisher Capcom uh, handed Ninja Theory the reboot for Devil May Cry, and guess what? It shipped one million units so far. Uh, the game was released. Wait. The company plans to ship 2 million copies of DMC by March 31st, but now reduce the figure to 1.2 million units. So technically, this is a disappointment for them. Uh, they're not actually hitting their original goal, but uh, whatever. I think 1 million units in this day and age should be considered a success. But, you know, like you hear companies like EA saying that Dead Space 3 won't be a success unless it hits like 5 million units. Yep. Which is absolutely insane. Uh, the the day where a one million a series or a game hits one million units and isn't a success that's just that's just a, just just weird for me man it's too much money that's too much money involved right there um, as it stands though Devil May Cry for Devil May Cry four sorry currently holds the highest number for initial shipments in the series to date so Devil May Cry DMC good uh, it, it seems pretty successful I mean but not probably not what Capcom was looking for um, what do you guys think about that. It's a shame, actually, because it is such a good title. I've been, I've just recently got it, and I've been enjoying it a lot. It's been reminding me of the old days, really, to be honest. Yeah, it deserves a lot better than it's got. Ernest, uh, Dominic Cry fan? Um, not really, but I, I think the, you know, the latest game DMC is just as good, if not better, than their previous games, especially say like four. Um, but I think it's just the different studio different different character design and aesthetics right yeah. sort of put off a lot of the hardcore fans mm. unfortunately yeah i think they uh, should give it a try it's they should it's a good game i hate to say but i just sat there waiting to download the classic skin as soon as it was announced <laughs> i was like take my money just take my take money it. just threw it uh that's what we were talking about last time right chili you weren't you weren't too into dante being new dante and so you, you must have jizzed your pants when you saw that classic like, scene. Oh, yes! They listened to my tweets! <laughs> just <laughs> just your, mine, nobody Just else's. yours. <laughs> um, guys, one more bit of news before we get into our topic of the week. This is actually really sad, and it just came out today. Uh, kind of breaking news, actually. But um, following last the news of last week's substantial layoffs at the studio of PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale creator Superbot Entertainment, Sony Computer Entertainment America has confirmed that it will no longer be working with the California-based developer. This is sad news. Kotaku had the scoop after a Sony rep told them that Superbot will cease working on a PS3 and Vita, uh, working with the PS3 and Vita manufacturer uh, from, immediate, from immediate effect a little over three years after forming. 
um, this is the quote Kotaku got, Sony Computer Entertainment can confirm that the working agreement with developer Superbot Entertainment has amicably ended. Uh, we have had positive, a positive working relationship with this talented studio, and we wish them the best uh, of success in their next endeavor. PSABR, uh, the title's forthcoming DLC will release... Sorry, forthcoming DLC releases will continue to be fully supported by Santa Monica Studio. I need some sleep. Um, this is sad news to me, guys. I'm a huge fan of uh, PSABR, PlayStation All-Stars. I know Kyle Prawl reviewed it, gave it a 9 on 10. Um, he's just the biggest fan, a fan of it as I am. Uh, we both still play that game today. Uh, it's just super sad because the game was super solid. And um, I hate seeing this kind of stuff happen. You know, like whether or not... Th- th- this is So Kotaku kind of reported that um kotaku reported that superbot would be closing its doors however uh that doesn't seem to be the case i know ign ran a story saying that they got they got word of a hint that superbot would still stay open and probably uh continue moving forward with some stuff uh that just means that they're not going they're not dating sony anymore sony and superbot broke up so this is sad news um it sucks because i think playstation all-stars was an awesome game and now one of my predictions for e, uh, E3 kind of just got killed. I predicted that later this year we'd see an ultimate PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale or whatever with a bunch of new characters and a bunch of new levels, and I guess I was wrong about that. Mm. What, do you, what do you guys think about this? Uh, it's always you know it's always sad to see layoffs or a studio close. I hope they're not. I hope it's not true that they're closing. That just seems really shocking yeah. that a studio could just like that, you know. Yeah, clothes like that. I know it sucks. I, I can't stand it. Honestly, it really actually kind of pisses me off. But I mean, because these guys did good a good job. Their game wasn't bad. Sure, it didn't. It wasn't reviewed like perfectly across the board, but it was pretty generally well received. Um, and there's really not much else like it other than Smash Bros. I mean, there are a few of those mascot brawlers out there. A lot of them come out in Japan. But um, so it was actually really fun and refreshing to see these. PlayStation characters duking it out, and the the, the combat, the the fighting system is actually pretty damn good. Uh, it's just really sad that hey, you guys made a game uh, didn't perform as well as we expected. Uh, let's break up. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Chili, talk to me. Uh, well, I I don't like it. I love PlayStation All Stars. I like I bought yeah, bought it day one because well, it's a good game. Yeah, it's a great fighting game. Totally. And it's a shame that, that such a good company is had such issues with Sony. Yeah, I know. It, I I think the main reason for lack of sales is the lack of advertisement for it. That's I think the reviews have been good, but there's yeah. been you never saw any ads really on TV. Sony's marketing uh, in twenty third in twenty twelve was kind of a joke. Uh, yeah, I mean you 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 know that they have the resources and the effort that they can put into making a really great ad campaign. You look at the stuff they did for Uncharted three. Yeah, where. You know, there were TV commercials, the partnership with Subway, as silly as that was. No, but it helped something. You know, yeah, totally. Yeah. So the thing I about, think they the just thing sort of. That, sorry? I, yeah. I just I wonder if Sony execs expected All-Stars to be dead on arrival mm. and just I killed mean, it from the beginning. That's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> I, I just I haven't seen Sony market a game quite as well. Uh, as Uncharted 3 since God of War Ascension. And that's happening right now. Uh, they had those Super Bowl commercials for Ascension, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. And, and that's cool. That's Sony, like, 
at Sony getting on their game and saying, hey, we're going to have to make this work. But that's God of War. It's not a big surprise that they're doing it for that. But, like, nobody, nobody. It's like two of Sony's, I'd say, quote-unquote, biggest exclusives last year uh, that didn't end up being so big were Little Big Planet Karting and PSA VR. Uh, Say what you want about Little Big Planet Karting, but I think PSA VR is actually an amazing game. Um... There's just absolutely no marketing for either game. And even the Vita. The Vita is suffering the same problem. Uh, Sony's lazy marketing is actually affecting the Vita. Um, we're not seeing... You know, Ernest, I haven't asked you, but do you own a Vita? Yep, I got one on launch. Cool. What do you think about it? Yep, I love it. I think it's yeah. a great device. Um, I love the PSP. I had owned a DS before it. And there's just something about... Sony's hardware just feels very solid, yeah, powerful, and just great performance. I don't know why. I think, yeah, it just comes down to the marketing. <sighs> just marketing and software, thing. yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, the software's not so bad on the Vita. We got some pretty damn decent games. There um, could be more. I will. There I will could be more. That's true. There could That's be true. a little more. Yeah. There could be some more. Uh, developers, you know, publishers pr- probably a little bit scared off by the Vita's current um, momentum. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not doing so hot worldwide. But, hey, there are a few great games coming. Hopefully there are more. There are more. And hopefully the Vita picks up. Hopefully Sony announces something amazing about the Vita and about the future of PlayStation at this next event. Now, this brings us to our topic of the, the episode. Sony has teased us with, quote, the future of the PlayStation brand. Now, Ernest, uh, you're directly affected by this, right? Because since... PSU is sending you to New York on February 20th to see what Sony's talking about. Yep. Um, yeah, I'll be heading to New York City for the events uh, the evening of February 20th. And really, really excited to see what they unveil. Mm. Um, most likely a PlayStation 4, but if they also throw in some stuff about Vita mm-hmm. and anything related to their acquisition of Gaikai, mm-hmm. that would be also great. Um, I'm hoping that there'll be some hands-on with the PlayStation 4, maybe. At least a, a lot of details and seeing actual games running on it. Um, as great as just an announcement is, um, I think they need to kick up the momentum even further. Now that they're currently riding this high wave with all of the gaming journalism talking about this. It was the biggest news last week, and people are still talking about it right now. Right. I let, Okay, let's talk about this. I'm just, this is going to be the PS4. Uh, you, could, you could shoot me if it's not, but I, I strongly believe that Sony's going to try to come out early before Microsoft show off the PS4. I don't think there'll be any hands-on time. I'm just saying uh, I think Sony's just going to show it, talk about it, uh, talk about specs. They probably they'll probably show a list of publishers that are on board, um, and we'll probably see a scissor reel. Nothing more. It'll probably be a short conference too. That's all. That's what I'm calling. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you disagree at all, Ernest? I think that'll be the most likely. Yeah. Outcome. I mean, what is it going to be? Are are they just going to hold an event and show a bunch of new Vita games? Because <laughs> I doubt they do that. But that'd be. I guess that'd be cool too. Uh, yeah, I I highly doubt this has to be PlayStation Four. I think they. They're aware that the public is anticipating this to be exactly that, and not to go through and unveil it would just really 
<laughs> really hurt the momentum they've got. I mean, yeah, on. there's so much yeah. hype right now for a PS4 that if they come out and just be like, let's tell you about the new PS1 classics coming to the store, people, it'd just be a fucking nightmare. Uh, Chili, you got any thoughts about this? Well, I would like some more PS1 classics, actually, to be honest, but hopefully that's not the event. <laughs> I, I'd, be, I'd be super done with some more PS1 classics, but yeah. Uh, I mean, they've, yeah. they've got so much hype. they got so many eyes on them for February 20th that if they don't do something big, people are going to be pretty disappointed. Uh, it's, a, it's an announcement of an announcement, really. Uh, they're not actually announcing anything. They're just saying, hey, February 20th. February 20th, something's going down. I forgot to actually mention something before we continue about this. Um, it was about Metal Gear Rising. PS3 is getting that... Uh, this is most derailed news I'm doing today, but PS3 <laughs> is getting that... Uh, Exclusive chili. What were we talking about? I can't find uh, it right now. The news post. We're getting exclusive VR missions. There's okay. 30, Thirty missions, if I'm rightly, that will be exclusive to the PS3. Uh, is this uh, on the disc, or will we, will we be have to be having to download it? There was no real detail, so I'm going to guess it was it's um, on the disc. But okay. I wouldn't be, would be surprised if it's download. Okay. Um, and is PS3 exclusive VR missions? Yep, the, Did they say what we sh- we sh- we could be expecting, and t- like what these VR missions be about, stealth or? Well, the, the pictures looked like it was pretty much just random stuff. Okay. To be honest, they looked like one mission where he's chopping off a uh, a gecko or you know those Metal Gear gecko things. Okay. And then there was one with him sneaking around, so it looks like there's might be ten sneak ones, ten action or ten, you know. Mm. Or they might just be open, so you can do it how you want. Yeah, I have um, I have I have a news post open here. Yeah, so you're right. It is 30 missions. Um, it'll be exclusive to the PlayStation 3 in the U.S. However, it'll be available on both platforms in all other territories. So in oh. the U.S., yeah, in the U.S. it's exclusive to PS3, but it comes out on Xbox as well in other territories. That's weird. That is weird. <laughs> um, that's just weird. I don't know why they wouldn't just put it out on 360 everywhere, but hey. Whatever. Well, it's like it's exclusive to the PlayStation in Japan, the full game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also kind of weird. But hey, uh, I guess 360 games don't sell too well in Japan. Um, all right, get back back to our topic, uh, this this event. So, Chili, what do you think about this event? What do you think it's going to be? You think it's going to be a PS4? If it isn't, what will it be? And if it is a PS4, what what will they show? Well, I hope, I really hope it's the PS4 because we need it. And if rumors are true, we're looking at a November release, which would mean it would be a good time to show it off now. Okay. Because I think it'll be just tech demos, a little sizzler, and then they'll say, see you at E3 mm. or whenever. But I would like to see more if they would love to show it, but I doubt it. Let's if take not, If not, I'd be happy with a Gaikai announcement of maybe PS2, PS1 games being cloud gaming on the PS3 and the Vita maybe. And then have a, a little bullet point underneath those two with a yeah. TBA, which would be a, a sort of a link towards the PS4. Mm. I'm going to take all the recent rumors, speculation uh, about the the next PlayStation, put them together, and kind of tell you guys a little bit about what the next PlayStation is shaping up to look like. So, basically... Um, there were reports that early on there were reports that the PS3 would be weaker, significantly weaker than the next Xbox, uh, and that Sony would try to make it, you know, more affordable. Uh, that apparently isn't the case anymore. So, 
Uh, the latest, well, I guess Kotaku picked up this this news and so did IGN. Apparently, sources told Kotaku uh, fully detailed the whole uh, all, all PS4 specs to Kotaku. It was all the the dev um, dev kit specs, so not actual retail, but dev kits are usually what developers use to that that kind of emulate. Uh, what what the retail hardware is going to be, save for the hard drive. Your hard drives are usually way smaller because they don't need all that space. Uh, and it had something like uh, eight gigs of RAM, uh, dedicated gaming RAM, which is which is pretty cool. Um, that's a lot. It's an extreme amount. But here, I'm I'm just basically going to condense everything that uh, sounds possible, plausible, and other things that I've heard from IGN and whatnot. Uh, basically. Uh, 8 gigs of RAM, the thing will be pretty damn strong, stronger than an Xbox. Uh, it'll, it'll have a Blu-ray drive. Uh, every controller will have its own little little touchscreen, back screen, uh, back touch, kind of like the Vita. Um, that same Kotaku, that same Kotaku uh, leak said that you'll be able to sign into your PSN account from your controller. So I guess that means you go to your buddy's house and kind of just bring your controller over or take his controller and sign into your PSN account and you're both playing uh, the same game, but just you're on your own account. So I'm guessing you're getting the trophies and whatnot from it. Um, stuff about that whole Gaikai stuff, the, the whole Gaikai streaming might be about the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, and PlayStation 3 games that you could just stream. So imagine that having a PS4 and just being able to stream uh, Uncharted 3 or something to it uh, without actually having to... Um, go out and buy it or you know download it all you're just kind of streaming it remotely i think that's pretty cool uh other than that there's not much that's super solid uh there was something about uh i I know ign had mentioned this there was something about the ps4 constantly recording the last 15 minutes of your gameplay so whatever you're doing it's constantly recording the last 15 minutes you could just break that up into video or screenshots i think that's pretty cool and you can well actually it's uh, they said it was a, a shared button on the controller itself you press it and then 15 minutes after you press it it starts recording what you're doing then it stops after the 15 minute mark wait wait really so hold on there's a shared button on the controller you press it and it only starts recording after 15 minutes no it starts recording for the next 15 minutes oh okay right right that makes sense yeah uh, so it starts recording for 15 minutes, and you can upload that where, like onto straight onto YouTube or something. Well, you can. I suppose it has some editing software, but yeah, straight to YouTube if you wanted to. Great, that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. What do you guys think about all these rumors? Um, with the recording, I think it'd be great if they had integration with Twitch TV. That if you mm-hmm. could stream it live, uh, I know that's been a growing uh, trend. With a lot of gamers, yep, the stream and whatnot. Um, but I, I don't necessarily see it happening, at least not right away. Well, I don't know. They've got the software technically already with the PS3 in Europe, where you can. Um, there's a software called Play TV, where yeah. you can record TV mm. while you're playing games. Yep. No matter what game you can play, it will still record the TV. Um, TV show. So. Ernest, you've, you've, you're going to this event. I mean, you've obviously thought a lot about what's going to be there. Um, give me your two cents, man. Oh. Why, why, why wouldn't Sony show the PS4? Like, why the fuck wouldn't they? Why wouldn't this be the PS4? What else is this going to be? Um, the It could be Gaikai. That's it one thing. It could be Gaikai? It could be them announcing Maybe. Gaikai's functionality for what, the PS3? Hell no. 
Like, I, I mean, mean <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it does. It has to be PlayStation 4. If it's not, I mean, the only thing I could imagine is some, I mean, you know, new other new hardware, like a tablet or phone. But that does doesn't seem, you know, it doesn't seem logical for them to go there. Maybe it is Gaikai, but I mean, OK, so let's say it was a conference just about Gaikai. Um, I'd be disappointed. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we'd finally find it's Sony coming out and saying, "Hey, we spent three hundred million dollars on this awesome company that you guys haven't seen anything from, but they promised to completely change uh, the streaming world, and this is finally what we plan to do with them." Yada yada yada. Um, it could be that, but then they'd have to say something like, "And by the way, this is planned for the PS4, not the PS3 or Vita." Maybe I mean, maybe I guarantee you, the guy will be doing something with the Vita. Um, but I don't know about the PS3, man. The PS3, although it, you know it's been updated and changed greatly with firmware updates and whatnot, I, I think that we're seeing that we're seeing it kind of slow down. Now, I don't think we need a next gen right now. I'm currently I'm super happy with uh, playing on my PS3. But you know I'm playing Far Cry 3 right now. That's the game I'm I've been playing and I've okay. seen that game running on PC and there's a yeah. big difference. Yeah, right? I Just I am in I'm a firm believer that we need new hardware yeah. right now and if new hardware does not come out this year or next year just you know really soon you're gonna see a lot of people leaving console games or just being sort of bored yeah i see that you know they they really need new hardware to reinvigorate the industry otherwise um you're just stuck with kind of this lackluster excitement for anything, even if it's a great game, mm-hmm. uh, you know that's coming up for the current generation systems. I think new hardware is always exciting. It always, um, I think, in a lot of just typical consumers' minds, they'll relate that to being able to deliver new experiences, um, which is not necessarily true. You know, it's it's up to the game to do that. Right. But um, just the average consumer's gonna see it that way. Um, I want a stronger machine. I don't need one though. Uh, I'm I'm totally happy with the game. Like I mean, The Last of Us looks absolutely insane. Um, The Last of Us looks like like, like it's next gen. Beyond Two Souls is probably going to be super incredible. But um, I I gotta say I am a tech whore, and I would definitely pick up a new machine. Yep, same here. Chili, do you need one though? Do you need a new machine? Not really, to be honest. I've got so many PS3 games, I could probably play these till forever. Forever? Yeah. Just not an exaggeration, just forever. Yeah. 125 on my shelf right now, so... My God. Um, That's impressive. Um, This has to be the PS4. If it isn't, Sony's going to have a PR nightmare on their hands. But uh, if it is... Okay, let's make some predictions here. You guys ready for on-the-spot predictions? Predictions, yes. Let's do right. this. Uh, it's the PS4. Let's just say that this conference is Sony announcing the PS4. Make three predictions about what we're going to see there. From the controller to the games to who's on stage to what happens. Let's just do this derailed style. We did this for our E3 predictions, and that was pretty funny. But I'll start off since I, I'm, I'm launching this game. You guys have some time to think about it. I say Sony's going to show off the... Mm, I say the big thing will be Sony showing off the controller. 
either they'll wait for E3 to fully, or, or maybe they'll tease the controller, but I think the controller will be a big part about what the new PlayStation is going to be. Kind of how the Wii U gamepad was like the whole big thing that they showed off. In fact, people were actually confused as to whether or not the gamepad was just an accessory for the Wii. That's how much Nintendo just showed off the gamepad exclusively. But I think that... Um, I think the controller is going to be the big thing. I think it'll be something along the lines of the Vita, where you'll see a, where you'll see a, a touchscreen on the front. Uh, it'll probably be look like a DualShock, at least on the sides. Maybe it'll split uh, in half, like we've been seeing those patents um, signify. I don't know, man. That that's my weird prediction. First one, next one. Uh, go ahead, Ernest. Go for it. Uh, my first prediction. Yeah, about what what we're going to see on February twentieth. As much as I hate to say it, I'm going to say that there will be no. Backward, at least direct hardware backwards compatibility with uh, PlayStation 3 games. So you put in a PS3 Blu-ray disc into a PlayStation 4 and it doesn't work. That's yep. what you're saying. That yep. sounds weird. I say that just because it's a lot of hassle to do backwards compatibility. Um, and it's also just really expensive. Mm. I think Sony looks back on their first launch PS3s having... You know, PS2 backwards compatibility as a mistake because it did, you know, right. That was one huge cost that they were able to cut with, yeah. you know, for the miles. So I, I do want, I, I mean, I would love them to have backwards compatibility, but I don't see it, you know, since Sony's still a company and especially since they're trying to avoid to make making the same mistakes and, um, you know, being able to remain profitable, I don't see them doing backwards compatibility, at least direct hardware. Yeah. Uh, I do think that it was a mistake. But the thing is, I mean, in terms of pe- people just const- fans constantly complain about the whole backwards compatibility thing. Oh, it doesn't have back- backwards compatibility? Oh, it sucks. Even though the same people complaining about it probably wouldn't pop in a PS2 game more than like once every couple of months. Um, backwards compatibility is nice, but it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not a make or break. It's, it's not gonna. If the PS4 doesn't have backwards compatibility, it's not like I'm gonna be like, well, fuck it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe there'll be a, there'll be a way though, probably that I can get my PS3 games up on there. I just think it's weird that I mean, Sony will have to figure something out. That, that's probably well, what Gaikai's there for. Well, Sony's patented cell on a stick, pretty much. There's a little USB device they painted a few years ago, which mm. has the PS3 cell inside it. So that could be one way around it if they sold it to people that really want backwards compatibility with their new console. Yeah, I guess. Um, all right, Chili. So so what was your prediction exactly, Ernest? You said no backwards compatibility at all? Yeah. And they're going to yeah. announce this? They're going to say... Yeah, they obviously, I think they'll say. Yeah, they obviously wouldn't say it like, hey, guess what, guys? No more backwards compatibility. They'll be like, and you'll be able to play your PS3 games probably with some type of yeah, shit. With the- do you think that it? Do you think it? There would be backwards compatibility with the streaming, or just completely not an option? Oh, with the streaming, yeah, okay. I see that as likely. Given that you know they spend so much money with Gaikai, I think yeah. they have to prove to their fans and shareholders that it was worth it. Yeah, totally. Um, Chili. Fine, then out of all you guys, I'm going to go crazy. I think there's going to be a, a teaser trailer of some games, and I would love. To see Kaz Shout Ridge Racer and there being an exclusive Ridge Racer for the PS4. Just for nostalgia <laughs> reasons. Were you serious? I don't think that's ever going to happen. Um, it, it's never going to happen, but <laughs> I just want to make. If Patrick can announce that it's going to have 4K resolution running 240 frames per second, I can have my Ridge Racer. 
Yeah. All right. No problem. You can have your Ridge Racer. That's a, I like that one, though. It's, it's crazy, and <laughs> I like that prediction. I'm going to say you will see a game. We'll see a teaser trailer, a sizzle, a sizzle, a sizzle reel, sorry. Um, and we'll see a Gran Turismo. Uh, we'll see at least two projects that we don't know what the hell they are. We'll see two, maybe just two logos for games. Um, I think Sony will show a list of the publishers that are already on board for uh, making PS3 game, PS4 games, and I think it'll be over 20, 20 publishers. I think it'll be a, a really large number of uh, support, a high, a high number of support. Um, I, I can't really say anything concrete because I don't have anything in my mind just because this is we're actually, absolutely just... Uh, shooting fish in a barrel here, but I don't want to use my E3 predictions. I'll say something different. I'll say, um, you know what? Oh, fuck it. I was going to bring the Last Guardian thing up, but it's just that I don't feel comfortable doing it. Um, well, I'll say something. We might see a screenshot of Gorilla Games' new title, maybe, for PS4. But hasn't the core team been working on the Vita version? No, they haven't. It's a different team that's been working on the Vita, from what I've been told. But it's still Guerrilla, right? Yeah, but okay. the main team has been working on a fantasy RPG last uh, I knew. Oh, a fantasy yeah, RPG? Yeah, they were hmm. looking for people for a fantasy RPG a few years ago. Hmm. So, well, they got off the ground and maybe got ported to the PS4 instead as a launch title to start a new franchise rather than going straight to Killzone. Okay, I could get done with that. Um. So yeah, I'll say Sizzle Reel. They'll show a trailer uh, for Gran Turismo, and they'll show they'll show something we we have no idea. What, they'll show a game that they'll they'll, they'll be tight lipped about, and it'll be mm-hmm. mysterious, and it'll look really good. All right. It'll be my Ridge Racer. That's what it is. <laughs> Ernest. Um. For my my games prediction. Uh. I guess I'll I'll go ahead and shoot that. Uh. Square Enix will be on stage. They'll show some footage of either Kingdom Hearts 3 or Versus 13 Final Fantasy uh, running in real time on PlayStation 4. It'll look gorgeous, and then it won't come out for 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking totally agree with that. That's I actually see that happening. Wait, um, we, need, we need a Final Fantasy 10 demo for PS4 because we had 8 for PS2. No, it'd be six, wouldn't it? Cause we had eight for PS2, seven for PS3. We're going down in numbers, so PS4's got to be Final Fantasy VI. There was an eight demo for PS2. Yeah, they showed they had a uh, the dancing scene in real time. It was a oh, tech yeah. demo. Oh yeah, I kind of remember that. Mm, yeah, I kind of. So PS4's got to have the Final Fantasy VI tech demo. Cool. I don't think that's ever going to happen, Chili. <laughs> Your prediction is just <laughs> insane. But I, I like them. I like them nonetheless. Um, okay. Is it my turn or Chili's turn? Is it Chili's? I don't know. <laughs> was, that, was that actually your, your prediction? That was, the, what? that was Ernest, wasn't it? Yeah, but about the, the whole Final Fantasy VI thing? Well, I might as well keep it as my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> no, it must be getting right. more crazy. <laughs> So, so you think that Sony is going to show off the PS4 with a, a tech demo for Final Fantasy VI? Well, I guess they already did show it for the N64, so they might skip to five. <laughs> okay. So Final Fantasy V, Square Enix is going to show up on stage and say, and this is what you've all been waiting for. Actually, never mind. I'd actually shit my pants. Well, it has a V in it. Yeah, I guess. Mm. Um... <laughs> 
that even mean? Are you saying for PS4, like IV? Well, no, remember the um, Final Fantasy Versus. Yeah. That's Final Fantasy V. Okay. Final Fantasy V. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Chili. You're out of your fucking mind today, man. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll keep that as your real prediction. I'll say, for my last one, I'll say that uh, Sony doesn't announce a price but announces a date. I think they'll say that they want it out by spring. Not this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. Why spring? I don't think I don't think they'll be ready for this year. I don't think that I don't know. I just don't see Sony moving this quickly. I uh, I know it's become the trend lately for hardware manufacturers to just announce something and say it's coming out this year, but I don't know. I just have a feeling it won't hit uh I have a feeling it won't hit this this holiday season. I don't know. Well, Seems too early. It out. does seem really early. Because they have too much shit going on. They've got The Last of Us. They've got Beyond Two Souls. they still got things happening this year for the PS3. Uh, I don't think they want to cut that short. I don't think they want to hurt themselves. Uh, so they did for the PS2 as well, though. So they had like uh, Final Fantasy XII, God of War 2. Yeah, I know. I know. But I'm just saying. These are super predictions, and I've got a feeling mm. that it'll be next year, not this year. So, Ernest? All right, my last prediction is I don't think it'll be called PlayStation 4. I Ooh. think it'll be called PlayStation something. And I say that because of the uh, Asian superstition with the number 4. Oh, uh, come on. I, I No, I, it's it's a huge deal. I'll, um, I'll, I'll provide some examples. Because, you know, 4, uh, it's the same... St- sound it's pronounced the same way as death and um i know japanese chinese and korean cultures are very stereotypical with the number four as you know westerners are with the number 13 um and it's to the point where i know that samsung for the upcoming uh next uh, galaxy phone the galaxy s which would be you know logically titled the galaxy s4 um at least the production number has been leaked as like the gt i9500 instead of i9400 wow which it should be so it's a big deal um i had I no idea that's crazy. so yeah i mean even for myself i don't like grabbing things by force <laughs> so that's my prediction it might be called orbis or they'll have some other name that they've come up with um but yeah i don't think it'll be titled for it's a it's kind of a big deal, at least over in Asia. <laughs> okay, man. Uh, I, I that's you think that like so how does it, how is it pronounced uh, in in Japanese? Um, four is pronounced uh, one way is yon, and then the other one is she, and she uh, is the one that sounds like death because the verb for to die is shinu. Okay, and it uses and so even. When it's written, it's a different uh, kanji character, but it's the same pronunciation, that first initial she. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little linguistics. Yeah, okay, and that's cool. But I, I don't know if oh, this is such a crazy thing. I mean, there's so many billion, there's so many like, millions of dollars going into these companies. Uh, like in yeah. terms, I don't know if, if... I don't think it needs to be called for. You look at what, you know, Xbox and, you know... 
PlayStation Portable did and Xbox went to Xbox 360. And- Xbox went to Xbox 360 because they didn't want the audience to feel that the 360 was inferior to the PS3. So they started it. It was okay. called the Xbox 360 uh, because the, it was coming out at the same time. As, well, it was coming out in competing with the PS3. Yeah. And if you see the Xbox 2 come out, but the PS3 come out at the same time, you know, audience is just, audiences are just more likely to think that the PS3 is superior. So that's why Microsoft is kind of genius in calling it the 360, which isn't, okay. it's not the third one, but it, it seemed like it was on par with the PS3. Uh, okay. Yeah. So for the next one, I mean, iPhone 4 was pretty successful. Uh, I know that's a stupid example, but I mean, I don't see Sony ditching the PlayStation name. I see them... Oh, I didn't uh, say ditch the PlayStation name. I, I just meant... Okay, right. So ditching four. The number four. So like PlayStation Orbis. Yeah, or PlayStation something. I mean, they didn't call the PlayStation Portable, you know, or the Vita, you know, the PlayStation Portable 2. Yeah. I mean, part of that might have been because outside of Japan, the PlayStation Portable wasn't that huge of a success. But Yeah. Um, uh, I yeah. see it being possible, man. Well, what Do you have any ideas for uh, a name? No. Orbis. Orbis. Does that yeah. work? Like, for, I think it works. It's like you know the the central, you know. I think at least for some people, the PlayStation Three has become sort of the entertainment hub. Yeah, you know, all encompassing, which is kind of like what Orbis goes with. Now, let me ask you this: Would would you see them calling it just the PlayStation? Um, no, because there are rumors that that's what Microsoft's going to do. Uh, I don't just think, call it the Xbox. I don't think Sony will. No. No, that seems a little too boring. Okay. A little too boring for them. All right. So, uh, new name, not PlayStation 4. All right. Chile. Oh, I can't really think of anything crazy enough for a third prediction. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got to top that last one somehow, man. Uh, ooh, what, uh... You want me to go first? Because I don't have anything, but I can just come up with something off the top, off the top of my head. No, it's pretty much covered everything I was thinking about, really, to be honest. Wait, didn't um, I already say my third prediction? Yeah, you did, I think. What was it? <laughs> I don't uh, even remember. Oh, yeah, no no, no release date. Yeah. Oh, no, no, sorry, release date, no price. Release date, no price. Yeah. I think the release date will be this year, to be honest. But we'll see. Um, nah, you got me. Um, How yeah. about... Um, your prediction, your next prediction is that Kaz Hirai will come out on stage dressed <laughs> like Cloud Strife. While well, screaming about <laughs> giant crabs. And That's he'll announce a brand new Ridge Racer game coming out exclusively on the Wii U. <laughs> How about that for your prediction? <laughs> nah, nah, because then I wouldn't want to be able to play it because I, I, I'm not a big fan of the Wii U. Okay, me neither. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think Nintendo is. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> the Wii U is its own thing. We could talk about that another time. But uh, yeah, okay. So how about if this isn't a PS4 announcement, if this isn't a PS4 reveal, what is uh, it? As I said, Gaikai would probably be my only thing that got really would be change the future of all hard all PlayStation hardware yeah. if they could make it support on the Vita and the PS3. It could even the Gaikai thing could even be announced during the PS4 as a um, version of remote play using the Gaikai streaming software right. so you can stream your PS4 games onto the Vita with no lag. Okay. Like, sort of like the TV off-screen thing with the Wii U, but only you could go anywhere rather than being forced to go. So you're saying Gaikai, it could be Gaikai, it could be Gaikai, uh, Sony showing off how Gaikai is going to change PS3 and Vita. Yep. 
Man, I don't know about that. But um, who knows? What do I know? Yeah. Ernest. Mm. If it's not PS4, what is it? Um, Slim PlayStation Vita. Really? Already? <laughs> I can see it. Or a tablet. I think a tablet. A maybe. PlayStation tablet? Yeah. God. Oh, yeah, what happened, Wayne? Yeah, we do, actually. I think we have two. Yeah. We have two different ones. But, uh, yeah, th- those kind of went nowhere. But, uh, holy crap, man. A PlayStation tablet. Or, or just, man, if, if they came out and announced a tablet, I think people would just just bomb Sony. Just stomp out of the, just, uh, yeah, just the, like, the theater or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like even press. <laughs> like, you yourself. I'd get a call from you, and you'd be like, fuck them, I'm out, I quit. <laughs> there's not i just call you and be like there's not a story here there's, i think i'd be the only one sat there clapping you're just like cancel the podcast don wrap it up <laughs> nothing to see here move along um if it's not the ps4 then it's gotta be something with the vita uh maybe it's a, maybe it's a conference well geez because they're inviting everybody to this like they're really going big on this this is like a yeah uh, that's why I think it has to be. It has to it be. It has to be, I know. It has to be. PlayStation 4. Even out of the PS Vita with TV out. <laughs> Maybe it's a new PS Vita. Um, PS Vita Slim. Maybe. Hey, a TV out would be really cool for the PS Vita. But you know what would be even way cooler? If you could actually stream your Vita games to your PS3. Or PS4, sorry. And when you're home, you can just play oh. the controller or whatever. Since That'd it'll, be cool. Yeah. That's what I was thinking with the Gaikai sort of streaming between the PS4 and the Vita using, like, remote play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that'd be cool. But, hey, let's wait till February 20th. We've got uh, about two weeks to see. So, yeah, I guess we'll be waiting with anticipation. Um, so... I guess uh, we don't have much more to talk about. This news has been kind of slow. What have you guys been playing? Uh, we could start with you, uh, Chili, since you haven't been on the podcast for a while. What you been playing, man? Well, I went. I'm going through Devil May Cry right now and Nino Kunai. Mm-hmm. Um, Nino Kunai, which we gave a nine out of ten to, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Williamson reviewed completely. it. He said, "Sorry, he says if the dazzling production values don't win you over, the storyline, characters, and engaging combat will." Nine point oh, PSU.com. It deserves 9.0 just for Drippy. He he's just makes the game so much more awesome. He's yeah. the uh, the sidekick. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's the high king of fairies, and he has a a really deep Welsh accent. If you play it in English, okay. I, I do recommend playing it in English just for the accent. That's but just play I heard, the game for his accent. I heard playing the game in English is actually a solid choice, just because the localization was really good. Have you tried it? I haven't yet. I really want to play it though. We just haven't had the time. Cool. Uh, Chili, have you have you been liking it? Loving it? Oh, I love it. And I'm so happy I paid the extra for the collector's edition. Yeah. I have the wizard edition, so it's the book really, is really useful. I should have kept it sealed because it's worth a ton now. It's like $500 on eBay. Jesus. But, yeah, so... What's your favorite it, part, of the, part about the game? I must admit, I do like the capture mechanics. It okay. reminds me of a bit of Pokemon, but it, it's... There's, you don't. It, there is always a chance of capturing something at the end of the fight. You don't have to throw items at them and hope they stay in. Every time you fight, at the end of the fight, you have a chance for them to join you. There's nothing to throw. There's no. It's just slight random chance, which is nice. Makes it slightly different. It's really good. Interesting. Okay. 
Um, and of course, the storyline and the animations and the graphics are all amazing. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ernest, what you been playing? Um, obviously, Dead Space Three. Yeah. Um, aside from that, uh, Order Rhythm, which I hope to also crank out the review for, uh, and be live later this week. Um, I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay. How's algorithm? Uh, you know, you you want to wait till your review, but if you can say anything. Yeah, there's no, you know, it's out, so yeah. there's no embargo. Um, it's a cool concept, just wasn't executed very remarkably. Um, it's just kind of boring, mm. to be honest. And how they map, my I really don't like their interface how they map things uh is just strictly on the touch screen and you select your your commands um basically in a cross formation there'll be like four buttons and i feel like that could have been done also as an option on the physical face buttons or the d-pad um since it is a rhythm game you have to select your commands in tempo on the beat and um, the touchscreen is just a little bit uh, harder to do that, in my opinion. I prefer the physical feedback. Um, also, the touchscreen controls are in the very middle of the screen, and so it's kind of hard to reach over with your thumb and have to try and tap it. It's uh, definitely a hold. Left hand holds the game, and then the right hand's tapping away, trying to get to the rhythm. <laughs> uh. But, I've yeah. uh have you played it at all? No. Or anyone here? <laughs> Orgorithm? Wait. I I tried Orgorithm at E three actually. Uh mm-hmm. it was weird and it looked weird. I remember trying it, I didn't get too much time with it, I don't remember it too much, but uh you were like you were playing as some weird god, right? Some weird like Yeah, you're something. a god who commands these essentially Pikmin, you know. They're yeah. the same color as Pikmin and um they're all dancing. And to the beats of uh, the music that's playing in the level. And, you know, it's kind of an ugly game to me. Yeah, honest. it really is. That's what I was going to say. I, Very I low res and muddy. Yeah, and yeah just... that's what I was going to say. I mean, the, the, even even the god himself, I don't even know what the hell I was looking at. Like, I didn't, he was just mm-hmm. oddly shaped. He was, like, very polygonal. Um, now, I know this sounds terrible. Uh, I totally unprofessional. Me. I only played the game for, uh, I only played the game for maybe 10 minutes at E3. I really didn't did not enjoy it. Enjoy it. I remember not enjoying it. So I know take that, uh, you know, with a grain of salt. Since, like I said, I only played 10, 10 minutes. But yeah, you'll be able to find out more in uh, Ernest's review later this week, right? Yep. Uh, funny note. Yeah, I also tried it out at uh, E3 last year, and even had a appointment with Exceed Games, and they were showing it to me. Mm. And um, another note is the music's just kind of boring and droning because it has to be to have that constant beat. And so they're showing me the game and, you know, I was trying to remain professional and, um, kind of was <laughs> snoozing off a little cause I was exhausted. Um, <laughs> just this I'm droning, so jealous of you beat. guys for going for E3. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Uh, um, one day I'll be able to get there. One, one day. day. I'm sure you will. Uh, E3 is fun. It's, it's hectic. It's busy. It's tiresome, but it's, it's, it's a spectacle like no, no other. Uh, at least if you're into the video game industry. I've been playing uh, Final Fantasy... 
fuck am I yeah. saying? <laughs> Far Cry 3. What the hell? Final uh, How do you don't, get... don't ask. Don't ask. Uh. Um, I'm fucking all over the place right now. Um, Far Cry 3 and... <clears throat> well, Far Cry 3 and a few other things. But Far Cry 3 mainly. Uh, I've got to say, man. I'm, I'm extremely... Super- you know, I picked up Far Cry 3. We Adam Dolge reviewed it for us. He gave it an, a 9.5. Yada, yada, yada. I think Far Cry 3 even won our, our game of the year. Um, so I picked it up, and I'm like, okay, I kept it wrapped, and I finally just popped it in one day. Uh, I was super bored. I had nothing to play. And uh, super, super surprised at how addicted I got to that game. Uh, Far Cry 3 is surprisingly good. It's weird for me to say. It's made by Ubisoft Montreal, and I know that, you know, there, there's no reason why I should say it's surprisingly good. It's gotten great review scores all across the board, but... Uh, yeah, I just didn't expect it to be this engaging. I didn't expect uh, hunting animal furs to be this addicting. I didn't expect myself to max out, like nearly max out my character before having done like five story missions. Uh, I've been kind of roaming the world. Like the game is so, this is kind of what I do in Fallout as well. Like before I even take on a lot of the story missions, I just attack a lot of the add-on stuff, the, the side stuff, just to like beef up my guy or find a lot of the crazy equipment. And and I've been doing that for Fallout. Uh, sorry, Jesus, Far Cry. Holy fuck, Don. I'm out of my mind today. I've been doing that for Far Cry, um, and I'm I'm honestly enjoying it. You know, like some 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 story beats are weak, but for the most part, uh, characters are really well animated, really well presented. The voice acting's pretty damn good. Uh, the stories pff, stories over the top, but pretty entertaining at times. Uh, and the gameplay. There's just so much to do. Uh, moment to moment whether it's flying a freaking hang glider or or driving a truck off a mountain and jumping out of it at the last second uh to just hunting freaking tires and bears uh there's just so much to do i like the combat it just it feels feels pretty damn good uh i like taking out enemies in stealth you can't drag bodies after having dropped them which is kind of weird you could drag bodies but only after like killing them right away so you can kind of sneak up on a guy, kill him from behind, and then drag him. But if you drop him, you can't drag him anymore. It's kind of weird. Um, either way, this is small, small little uh, detail. But Far Cry 3, man, pretty damn good. I haven't tried the co-op or multiplayer modes yet. I, I played the multiplayer at PAX uh, early last year, uh, and it was still being worked on, so it's probably way better now. But either way, I heard the co-op is pretty damn good, so can't wait to try that out. But yeah, I, I got to say, if you guys, if, you, if you're into... Um, I'd say Far Cry 3 is kind of like just mm, it's not it's not it's not so much like the old Far Cries but I mean aesthetically yes you're in a jungle and whatnot but if you guys want to play something it's fans of derailed if you guys want to play something that's kind of like Fallout mixed with Far Cry with an absolutely insane story with some absolutely insane characters check out Far Cry 3 it's not bad pretty damn good actually actually it's more than that it's fucking great uh, I remember the DLC is exclusive to the PS3. Yeah, you're just all about now. that PS3 exclusive stuff, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, it's called uh, High Tides or whatever. It's co-op DLC. Uh, other than that, I've been playing a little bit of Warp, which is a uh, a small little indie game made by uh, Montreal developers Trapdoor. Trapdoor then went on to make Fez on Xbox 360, but Warp was their first one, uh, first game uh warp's pretty good it's kind of like metal gear solid mixed with portal you're it's a top-down view it's a stealth action game where you're just teleporting in and out of objects in and out of enemies through walls stuff like that it's pretty cool other than that uh i've been getting my psa br on every once in a while 
Uh, oh, and I finished, uh, finally finished, finally ready to review. Uh, it's t- taking me a freaking while, but I'm ready to review. I finished uh, EDF 2017 Portable Earth Defense Force. Uh, that's its own fucking thing. Uh, that's its own game. I could give somebody else a chance to talk now because uh, th- that's its own conversation. But um, have you guys been playing anything else? Um, um, is it okay if I say Halo 4? That's okay, man. I talk about <laughs> PC games a lot on Derailed. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm huge Halo fan, so... You know, every let's say maybe like once a week I'll hop on the multiplayer. I, I can hear steam coming out of Chili's ears. <laughs> <laughs> Does he hate Halo? No, nah. uh, I don't mind actually. I have actually got an Xbox. Okay. But I just don't turn it on and use it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so Halo I, Four, how's it been going for you? Um, still pretty solid, average, like one KD, which is all I can hope for. <laughs> that's pretty funny yeah well, well one kd not that bad but i mean you're going against a lot of 14 year olds that play all day every day yeah yeah who have like two or three my brother he's 16 and he at least has a two Jeez. not higher yeah <laughs> he's a freak <laughs> <laughs> so halo 4 good bad yeah, yeah i love it terrible <laughs> just the worst game you've ever played. It's in my contract with PSU that I have to say it's terrible. It's <laughs> awful. It's no Kill Zone 3. <laughs> um, it's no Kill Zone 3. That's pretty funny. Uh, is it the Kill Zone Killer? Definitely. It's the Kill Zone so Killer. Thing, okay, an interesting note about Kill Zone is I play a lot of first person shooters, um, right. big fan of the genre. And Kill Zone, I've never been able to play because I get really sick. Oh. I get physically motion sick. I don't know huh. if it's the extra blur or the bobbing or all those combined, maybe, but I get really sick where I just want to throw up. And Jeez. so I can't play it. Yeah, I really want to play it. It looks gorgeous. It looks awesome. But yeah. Um, that's surprising. I mean, I, I can see that <laughs> happening, though, especially Kills on 2. There was a lot of that motion blur and uh, stuff <laughs> like that. And it did get kind of muddy at times. But, um, geez, the fact that it actually makes you sick is pretty surprising. Um, I actually yeah. had. I got headaches from playing Far Cry 2. I couldn't play it for more than about 30 minutes before I got incredibly painful headaches. I couldn't play Far Cry 2 just because it was Far Cry 2. Um, <laughs> couldn't stand that. Or, or maybe the explanation is just I love Halo so yeah. that much more. He <laughs> loves Halo so much that the Halo killer, Killzone, looks like shit to him and makes him want to throw up. Uh, yep, yep that, that makes sense. So, uh, EDF, man. I've got to tell you, have you guys ever played Earth Defense Force? Yeah, yeah, I've played a little bit. So you know what that game is like. I mean, you know that it's way more fun than it is good, which is a line that I'm reserving for my uh, review. It's not as good as it is fun. You know what I mean? The game itself is kind of broken, but at the same time, that's what makes it so fun. The voice acting is so terrible that that's what makes the voice acting funny. Yes. Um... I, I don't really know how else to to explain it. Uh, you get like I mean, so EDF is all about uh, monster invasion, kind of that thing. It's kind of like Godzilla, but with bugs, a million bugs. So uh, bugs from space that are just pretty much ants and spiders, just giant <laughs> versions of ants and spiders. They kind of land uh, on Earth and you are called to defend the planet, the Earth Defense Force, but except for the the Earth Defense Force is like the most disorganized, terrible, 
uh, squadron <laughs> ever. <laughs> a ragtag bunch yeah. of scoundrels. <laughs> exactly. The AI is absolutely awful, but um, that's not what the game is about. The game is about uh, there's co-op now in the Vita version. There's up to four-player online co-op, which is really cool. Um, but the game is just about having fun with your friends, shooting a bunch of shit. Everybody likes shooting things, destroying things. You can destroy buildings. It's just all about killing an insane number of bugs with an insane number of weapons. There's over 500 weapons in this game, and they're all pretty kind of totally different. Uh, yeah. So it's I mean, fun to play to, around. Yeah, I mean, like, back to what you're saying about how, you know, it's fun, but not good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like an arcade game. Kind you know, of. A lot of, yeah. a lot of arcade games are like that. Yeah. It's so ridiculous, though. It's so insane. Um, some of the lines of dialogue are just, just so... Ugh. Just so insane. I I don't even know how to explain it. It's gonna be kind of tough writing the review just because I don't know how to fully I don't know how to fully communicate how mediocre every system in this game is, but how much I enjoyed. I enjoyed it a lot more than I should have. And that's because I was laughing at the game. But yeah. you know, do you, it at the end of the day when you when you're writing that review, uh, you're ex- you're writing about your experience with the game, and my experience with the game was generally good. Uh, although the game itself has some serious flaws. Um, but, mm. you know, it's a conversation for another day, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I, I like DDF. I, I, it's too expensive on the store. That's the biggest problem with it is it's $40 uh, right now for a, v- a Vita download-only game. Uh, it's yeah. 40 bucks. That's too expensive, I think. It is. It, it really is. But um, if that price gets lowered, I, I mean, I'd pick this up for $20. Nineteen ninety nine. If you can play DDF for nineteen ninety nine. Uh, get a buddy to play it with you. Get two buddies to play it with you. Um, so it's some good fun. It's absolutely insane. Just make sure you YouTube Earth Defense Force beforehand so you know what it's like, what it looks like. It's special. That's all I'm going to tell you. It's pretty damn niche. Um, don't expect great graphics. Don't expect great voice acting. Don't even expect great controls. <laughs> Just expect <laughs> Don't expect great anything. Stuff. Yeah, don't <laughs> expect line. Have no expectations for this game. Um, just, just know that it's like watching... Um, it's like watching a B movie. You know it's going to be bad, but you can have a good time doing it. Yep. Uh, that's all I've got for this episode. I mean, uh, there's actually another breaking news story. Uh, apparently, with tomorrow's PSN update, we're going to have 50% off uh, some Final Fantasy games on PSN, um, which that's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. So the sale is going to go on for two weeks, and... Uh, the sale will be up to 50% off. I think it's 30% off and 50% off, something like that. Uh, the games include Dissidia Duodecim Final Fantasy, uh, Dissidia Duodecim Prologus, <laughs> uh, Final God. Fantasy Dissidia, yeah, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lions, Final Fantasy the P- uh, PS1 Classic, Final Fantasy 2 the PS1 Classic, Final Fantasy 4 the Complete Collection on PSP, which I highly recommend, uh, then the PS1 Classics, Final Fantasy 5 through 9. So that's pretty cool. Not bad. Not bad indeed. Uh, Chili, you been playing anything else? Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this episode up? Um, not really, to be honest. Not Well, the embargo's still on, so I can't mention the game I have been playing. Okay. So, Se- you know, Nino Kunai and... Yeah, that's Devil May Cry. That's pretty much it recently, to be honest. I haven't been playing that much. It's, don't know. It's Christmas. You, game sort of dies down for a bit just afterwards hmm although okay. the end of this month and the next month are going to be incredibly expensive with all the games that are out this first quarter of the year 
Yeah, I guess. I still haven't bought uh, Devil May Cry, and I'm still kind of behind on that. Um, but then there's Dead Space coming out. There's Nino Cooney that I had. I have to play. There's Sly Cooper that I really want to play. Uh, keep a heads out. Uh, keep an eye out. Sorry for Kyle's review going up uh, today, tomorrow. Sorry, later today, early tomorrow, whatever. This week, PSU.com. Check it out. Uh, yeah. Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. I can give you guys a little hint. He liked it. And you'll uh, see my Vita impressions on it as well. There you go. Oh, yeah. yep. Cool beans. Uh, so that's all, all we've got for you this week, you guys. Um, thanks for listening in. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, PSU.com is on Twitter at PSUDOTCOM. PSU.com has also got a Facebook page. We post different content on both pages, so make sure to check out both. We've also got a badass community of uh, forum goers, Chili being one of them. Uh, Chili, why don't you tell the audience about our awesome community, our forums. Well, our forums is an amazing place to socialize and receive free gifts from some random guy called Zod, but still. Um, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> that random recommend... guy called Zod sounds like Jim Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. Maybe it's Jim Sterling. Maybe it's just a, 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 a secret name so he doesn't get caught. Oh my God. Um, are, you, are you actually Jim Sterling? <laughs> I wow. wish. Otherwise, why would I be sending a link to myself? <laughs> That's true. Except that it's the most elaborate hoax ever, but whatever. Um, you know, ever since that that whole uh, what's that guy's name, Monty something, that football player that was Monty Teo. Monty Teo, that's it. Yeah. Um, dating that fake girl online. Ever since that kind of happened, I've been thinking about people being fake <laughs> online. And uh, Chili, you're one of them. Let me tell you, I've got my eye on you, or my yeah. ear rather. So yeah, the PSU.com forums. Uh, pretty cool uh, place. Other PlayStation enthusiasts, just like Chili. Um, Chili, you gave away a lot of shit uh, at the end yeah. of last year, didn't you? Yeah, during December, I gave away just over, I think it was $400 in PlayStation Network cards over the month. So if you wanna if you wanna you know win some crazy shit, then head to the PlayStation Universe forums where people like Chili give away four hundred dollars worth of stuff just because it's December. Um, so there you go. He calls himself Zod, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I don't. Maybe it's, maybe it's not me. Maybe it's someone else. <laughs> right. <laughs> that there, is me. <laughs> there's also uh you know some of the staff we go in we interact with you guys uh. You know, as often as we can. But the, the forums are a cool place. If you, if you if you're if you're one of those people that thinks that the Vita is awesome, but nobody's playing it, guess what? All the other people like that like that are on our forums. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at Don Other D O N O T H E R. Uh, you can follow Chili Chili. What's your Twitter handle? Chili underscore UK. Cool. And Ernest. Uh, at Ernsty Lin E R N S T Y L I N. Cool. So, uh, you guys, make sure to check out PSU.com. We have a lot of interesting features going up. Make sure to check out PSU.com on February 20th. Ernest is going to be reporting uh, all the goods coming from the conference. Actually, we'll probably be writing the articles. Ernest, Ernest will probably be busy running around doing uh, interviews and such, I guess. I don't know. Uh, having a good time. <laughs> having a good time, just drinking, getting wasted, throwing up on Jack Dretton. Um, but, yeah, make sure to keep, uh, keep an eye out on PSU. Uh, write us an email if you'd like to, if you'd like to uh, communicate. Say, give us any questions, comments about what we've talked about, what you think, what do you think February 20th is going to offer us, and uh, we'll uh, either email you back or read your email on the podcast. You can send the email to podcast at psu.com. And with that, you guys, with that mouth, mouthful, I'll end this episode. Thanks so much for joining me, guys. See you guys next time. <laughs>